soliloquy from my grandfather, who died of COVID complications yesterday. I knew very little of your struggles in life, and never from your own lips. I heard only whispers of your hasty marriage that endured 60 years. Stories told at Christmas enlightened me of the need of your children to sing at Salvation Army for their clothes, or the Christmas Eve spent foraging in a dumpster for a leftover tree to decorate. More often was told of the next Christmas, after you'd become owner of the bakery. The switch from austerity to abundance recalled as inspiration. That was years before any living memory I have of you. Climbing the old lattice ramp in the back of the bakery, turning left into a narrow supply closet that doubled as your cramped office, walking past the shelves of flour and sugar to ask if I could have a cookie. In retrospect, it should have intimidated me to ask a business person if I could consume their products for free. But the question was always a courtesy anyway. I knew you would say yes, so it wasn't hard to ask. Angel cookies. White, crumbly goodness with walnuts. And the only thing offered at George's wonderful world of cakes for grandchildren with a dairy allergy. It was a smaller cookie, so I usually took two. Later, you would teach me how to roll them out on my apron, press the iconic bally into the middle with two fingers, arrange them on a sheet pan, place them in the oven, then line them up to be sold in the storefront. The skip steps inevitably leading to your muffled irritation. You had no problem raising your voice in contempt for what my father did in your bakery. But you never yelled at your grandson, despite the same and sometimes worse mistakes. The irritation was less muffled when I was your partner in Rook. The phrase we all knew was coming promptly 15 minutes after sunset on a Saturday night. Where's the Rook game? I will always remember breaking the rules of table talk just to signal to you that I know what I'm doing playing the 13 in Trump even though the 14 and 1 aren't yet accounted for. I didn't know what I was doing. I remember the popcorn machine you had hidden somewhere in your room. I could never find out where or figure out why you only made popcorn in your room while you were sleeping. But there were many sleepless nights spent with the cousins on the floor of the living room due to the grandfather clock and that popcorn machine running all night down the hall. Your well-worn Bible tells a story of its own. The leather zip-up pouch that carried it needed replacing when I was nine. You still carried it at 25. Sitting at the round table in the living room upstairs, full suit and tie, studying the Sabbath school lesson before leaving for church service. Bible open, highlighter in hand, a man of God. You will not be remembered for one thing. You will forever be etched in my memory in the complexity of your humanness. You will always be to me, Grandpa. Grandpa.